This is Pull Request Hot Topic. Short and sweet and hard to beat. Pull Request Hot Topic is a quick shot of tech news diving into one highly relevant topic each episode with two techno experts, Eric Newman and Ryan Swiner. Today's episode, Facebook F-Ups. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another Pull Request my Hot Topic. My name is Eric Newman, and across the country from me, as usual, is my compassionate code, Ryan Swiner. Actually, you're different across the country from me today than you were last time. Yeah, now I'm just straight down, so now I'm just in Florida. And and pretty far west, I think. Uh, you're in uh, the, the something city of Tallahassee? Yeah, Tallahassee, so halfway into the panhandle. That's, uh, too, that's enough. It's enough for me. I only went. I've only been to Tallahassee once, and that was to visit my sister. Uh, go to sorry, my sister went to Florida State, and I visited her graduation. Went to her graduation there, and it's a nice campus, Florida State. But the, the weird thing about Tallahassee is, like, even the road signs don't make don't make any sense when you look at where the highways go. You're like, it goes where? I have no idea where that is. I have no yeah, idea where it is in the other direction. Where the hell am I? Belt, is there a beltway? I think there might be a beltway here for some reason. Oh wow. I have no Maybe idea. Maybe not. I, Don't quote me on that. But it's, it I've is heard, a weird though, layout. I, I can imagine. And for Florida, it has hills and uh, it might not be as humid. It freezes, uh, too. It does freeze. I think it freezes. Yes. Uh, I think it snowed once, technically, while my sister was in college. And that was uh, very interesting to watch Florida try its best to say no to winter. Anyway, the show's not about that. It's about Facebook's latest F-Ops. Uh, F is, of course, a word that we can't say, and it doesn't really stand for Facebook. But um, they've been in a lot of hot water recently uh, with not just our government, but let's say a lot of governments around the world. It started uh, last month, I guess now that we're in October, it started last month when Mark Zuckerberg went down to Washington, and uh, they harangued him about something. A lot of stuff. Is, I mean, the, the irony is definitely there. A ton of baby boomers and older Gen Xers that can't use computers harangu- haranguing an older millennial about what his internet company is doing. And they can't He's even check elder, their email. An, an elder millennial. An elder millennial, yes. An elder millennial. Um, yeah. And uh, it's it's interesting because it's becoming, as the New York Times says, a, in, an, uh, a rare bipartisan act. That Google and Facebook and Netflix and Amazon, I'm sorry, and Apple, Fang or Fong, if you have both Apple and Amazon in there, uh, have caught the attention of Republicans and Democrats for somewhat different reasons. President Cheeto Jesus and political conservatives complain that the social media giants discriminate against them. Well, they discriminate against everybody. Uh, and liberals, a word I don't like saying, say online platforms are barely policed conduits for right-wing conspiracy theories like conservatives are being discriminated against online and racism. Mm. So it's interesting because both of these are, uh, in my mind, are going to come together to say, well, you can't have any sort of free speech. And even though this is a private company, um, we're not going to, and they could do what they want. They're not going to allow it. And it's going to be more lowest common denominator stuff. It almost seems like we have something to figure out where if a company gets to be of a certain size, if it, if it does, have the potential to drive a certain amount of the social dialogue, then it seems like it should have some kind of responsibility to adhere to some 
some sort of free speech standard. Like they shouldn't really be allowed to police things in a certain way. Like they should be required to maintain certain objective or legal standards of free speech or something. Because like if you're trying to run a business on Google and in a lot of cases, Google might be responsible for 80, 90% of the access to your market that your business depends on for, for revenue it's they they're currently they have no responsibility to you if you do something that violates any of their very subjective principles they can they can effectively just end your business um and that must be there must be some way that that factors into an antitrust case against a google or against a facebook well, but I mean, that's and, just and not that level of, of anti-competition is one thing, but it looks like what Congress seems to be caring about the most is what people are saying on Facebook and not even necessarily what they're doing. That's what the Justice Department is is for. The Justice Department said last Tuesday that they would start – was it last Tuesday or was it a couple of weeks ago? Oh, this was back in July. Excuse me. The Justice Department said back in July that they wanted to start an antitrust review into how Internet giants like the companies we just mentioned had accumulated market power and whether they had acted to reduce competition. Answer yes. I mean, it depends on how you define reducing competition. Like, if, if, if Google prioritizes YouTube search results over Vimeo search results, my response is, well, Vimeo can write their own search engine. You know, I totally supported Microsoft in their, in, in their decision to not thoroughly embed Internet Explorer into Windows so you couldn't remove it, but that it was the default browser on Windows and not that stupid browser selection screen that the EU made them put in on the European builds of Windows XP. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, that I do. When you load up a copy of Windows, I, I, it might still be true now. In the EU, it says, which browser do you want to use? It doesn't ha- it doesn't have to, you don't have to start with Internet Explorer. You can download Chrome or Firefox or whatever you, or whatever you want, maybe an old version of Safari, uh, to your heart's content. But like I said, if... Google is complaining that they're operating, that Chrome is not the default on Windows, which, I mean, it is the default on Android, by the way. Uh, they're complaining it's not the default on Windows. They can write their own operating system, and they did, where their browser is the default. So I think that proves that, that sentiment. But uh, this action that the Justice Department is trying to, is looking into uh, antitrust in these big companies, these big tech companies, is the clearest sign yet that longtime arguments had hel- that had helped shield the tech giants from antitrust scrutiny are eroding. Since the 70s, a consensus in antitrust circles has been that companies were focused on consumer welfare, for example, by offering low prices. They were not likely to attract federal intervention. Since companies like Google and Facebook largely provide free services, the thinking went, they were not subject to federal antitrust examination. Even Standard Oil had a product to sell. Microsoft Mm. was selling, you know, disks of their software. But that approach has evolved, pushed by scholars and others women on the internet, uh, about the concerns of the cloud, and re- the cloud and reach of Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple. The Justice, the Justice Department has recently been meeting with tech industry experts like not us, unfortunately, to learn mm. what kinds of harm these companies may have caused. So, quote, without the, quote, without the discipline of meaningful market-based competition, digital platforms may act in ways that are not responsive to consumer demands. Oh, really? I think that's the, you can say the same thing for any business. The department's yeah, antitrust you, review will explore these important issues. We'll go look at. I don't know. Have you seen? Uh, I, I, I saw a um, a 
congressional hearing where they were talking to uh, I can't remember if it was a lawyer, whatever. It was someone that clearly knew at least a little bit of what they were talking about. Uh, and they brought up some data about a a test or something Facebook had done where they they sent out a voting reminder in a district and they found that very predictably they could influence an election. They could influence voter turnout to a degree of mathematical certainty. And really? it immediately Yeah. So they found that if they were to send out a voting reminder that let's say it went out to ten thousand or a hundred thousand people that they could predict with some reasonable amount of certainty that, you know, 13% of those people might get up and actually go to a poll. And so well, they, that obviously... With what degree of certainty would they vote Democrat? Right, but that's one of those things where now I just said if they send out a voter notification, you know, to a blanket group of people, but obviously we know they have a lot more demographic data about people, what if they decided to send out only a voter notification or whatever only to the people they wanted to go out and vote in a particular yes. district on a particular issue? And so this creates problematic network effects where one of these private companies, you know, because they literally have a billion users or more, they have a significant portion of the world's population as users. And they're able to do unusual things with rather small but highly influential actions. They can they could have like it's like the butterfly effect on elections or something like that. There's really, really crazy things that aren't even a stretch of the imagination. They're just no. I mean, think about possibilities. Think about those WhatsApp rumors that were killing, getting people killed in India. Oh, what? I don't even know about this. There were there were rumors that were being spread. It was completely fake uh, on WhatsApp, and because WhatsApp is encrypted, uh, hold on, uh, India, um, you can't really find out who it was. But there were a lot of lynchings, just people getting straight up killed Lynch. because of misinformation that was propagated on WhatsApp, which which is owned by Facebook. Yeah. So it's actually a great transition into the next step. Which, by the way, um, the Facebook has to pay the. Federal, uh, the FTC, a bunch of money. Um, that's mm. not because they were found to be anti-competitive, but they just the government's out of cash. Um, but um, <laughs> so one we, thing just, that they, we need money. I know you got a lot. It works for Brussels, you know. Um, but one thing that this actually uh, 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 moving ahead a little bit. There's uh, there are two cases about something like this very, that happened recently, which is in Israel, a court ordered Facebook to reveal the identity of a person behind an allegedly fictitious Facebook profile. The, ru- the ruling was made in response to a slander suit against Facebook brought by the Ramat Gan municipal engineer. The Tel Aviv magistrate's court, which issued the order, warned Facebook that if it could not obtain the information, it must submit an affidavit and that the person writing the affidavit might be called for questioning. Um, the request to Facebook to remove the profile was turned down, and uh, therefore the victim filed the slander suit in 2018 uh, through her attorney uh, against, the, against the people she suspects are behind the profile, uh, who be, she claims are municipal employees, and against Facebook as the platform that enabled them, and also hmm. for you know, saying no. Um, 
But what they said was that Facebook, and this is one of the, this harkens back to what you were mentioning earlier. Facebook also claimed that it is not a media outlet publishing information, but only hosts others, and therefore cannot be sued for slander over users' profiles. That's the common carrier clause as we know it in the U.S., where you can't really sue a phone company for what people are saying on the telephone. I agree with that. I think that's actually, I think because of the amount of reach and like market penetration that these large companies have, I think that's a very logical argument. And yes, they on the on the one hand they should have to adhere to a certain amount of free speech free speech principles, and I do think they should be immune from upholding those principles. But if they are entitled for, from, for to being have punished those, by upholding those principles, right? If they have those protections, though, that's just for this country, our country. That might not be for Israel. And what Facebook said is that Israel is actually in a different unit, which is grouped under Ireland. For some reason, I don't know, maybe it's alphabetical. Um, hmm. Facebook Ireland, the, oh, I'm sorry, it's the other, it's uh, Facebook Ireland, the subsidiary of global Facebook responsible for Israel, which I don't, know, I don't get what that means, could not determine whether the post was clearly illegal. Only a court could do so. And they said, we're not taking it down unless we get a court order to. And the court order told, and the court people, the, the magistrate in Tel Aviv said, they want Facebook to do it, and Facebook says, no, we want a court to do it. They're just going back and forth. Um, so Tel Aviv Magistrates Court's Vice President Elon Dafdi then ordered Facebook to provide the victim with the identity of the person using the profile. Quote, the claimant is also right in saying the main question is not whether, whether the respondent of, is the owner of the information, but whether it has access to the information and whether it acted robustly to obtain it. The judge ordered Facebook to reveal the details of the user within 30 days. If the information is in the hands of another corporation bearing the name Facebook and it could not obtain it due to a technical limitation or rules for any other reason, then this must be stated in an affidavit and take into account that the person writing the affidavit could be called for questioning. Dayenu. Mm. Sounds so that that's a very I feel like that's a very Jewish syntax. Um Yeah. And then here's another one from Spin the Globe Around. I need a sound effect for that. In Austria. Not Australia. Uh, in Austria, could you actually politician- hang on? Could you actually like find a globe and spin it and get that sound? I don't even know if, even if you recorded that sound, I don't know if it, it would might be, just sound like. Sh- yeah, I don't know if it would be intelligible to anyone listening. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, no. that clearly reminds me of a spinning globe." Yeah, no, it's uh, that's I don't know. I mean, think about it. That's why a lot of uh, sound effects for film or for or you know that foley stuff is. Overly exaggerated. I can't read and talk at the same time, apparently. Uh, Anyway, why don't we give the globe a spin? How's that? And let's move on to Austria. That doesn't sound like a globe spinning, but... uh, Austrian politician Ava Glorischnig, Piechek, who sought to have Facebook remove disparaging comments about her that had been posted on an Irish person's page. An Austrian court had found the remarks to be harmful to her reputation by insulting and defaming her. Ah, think of it in a... Anyway. I um, wonder if there's a politician who's... Never mind. Uh, on this side of the, this side of the ocean. Uh, the European Court <clears throat> of Justice ruled that Facebook must remove the information as well as block access to that information worldwide. EU. Oof. The EU seemed to be the only people that loved chiding America for what we do but then making their edicts world applicable. I don't think so. I, mm. I don't they oh, said, a wish quote, list. I mean, you know, wish. Well, they'll find you, you, you if they don't. You got to put your intent out there. Say that again? 
I mean, I guess you got to put your intent out there. They can try. They can be like, we would really like it if this was gone all over the world. Well, just remember that there's a significant amount of EU's income that comes from fining American tech companies, and they create these rules uh, that are basically impossible to follow, so they can issue seven to nine-figure fines to the companies like this, Mm -hmm. and they pretend like it's not a crumbling empire. Excuse me, no politics. Uh, Facebook said in a statement, quote, this judgment raises critical questions around freedom of expression and the role that internet companies should play in monitoring, interpreting, and removing speech that might be illegal in any particular country. Uh, quote, it undermines a long-standing principle that one country does not have the right to impose its laws on speech on another country. But mm. just last week, the court ruled in favor of Google that in most cases, that right should apply to only within the European Union. So what do you do, what do, you mm. do with that? Yeah, I mean, they're, they want to have their freedom and eat it, too. Well, they want to have whatever I they guess. call freedom. Yes. They want to have their words and stuff them, too. Yes. Uh, by the way, PayPal is pulled out. I think it was today where they were talking about pulling out yesterday from Libra. Another drop in the ah. bucket along with France and Germany are also not going to do business with Libra. And Facebook say mm. that they don't want they're, – they're not even going to do Libra unless the U.S. backs it, which doesn't look like they're in any sort of congressional good, good, uh, good favor right now. So probably not. Yeah. I actually I had this thought as soon as I saw Steve Nuchin talk about Libra and the the the, ca- the cautious sort of um, road blocking way they were talking about it. It seemed immediately clear that the only way cryptocurrency works is it's a it's an it's act not, first and get forgiveness later. It's not a, no, it's not a get everyone to agree cu- thing. It's that it can't be coupled to fiat currency. That's yeah. the issue. And every just can't. sorry, yeah, it just can't. It just can't. Every time you try to do it, there's a big bank that says no, or a big government that says no. So as long as you keep these, you know, there's a million of these altcoins that nobody cares about, and that's because they're not tied to anything. So they just go <laughs> wild. But the thing is, is that's really what I believe the the heart of this decentralized currency is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be tied to the international monetary system. Well, you know what's working really well is that make or die contract. Which is what? So it's a it's a an equation that creates a stable coin on on the Ethereum network. So you basically um you back it with crypto collateral, basically, and then you get these you get these coins out that hold their value. And it's not based on a country on a fiat currency. It is, um, it is an algorithm and a mathematical equation that people, they weren't sure if it would hold up, but it's been running now since the height of the, um, the height of the bubble and all the way down to the trough. And the, uh, essentially the mathematical equation for, for leverage and whatever on this thing has, has withstood the, the high ups and downs. Yeah. And so there there are some mathematical ways to achieve a stable coin using some um some some you but know, if it's pinned to ethereum then the ethereum has to be is it like a is it like a security where it's just like a bunch of different coins together make something stable now i actually no. I don't, this, you know this what? has how been one this, of my wait, this has this, been Ryan? one of my homework assignments we should let's, do an, let's an talk episode about, about this. that 
Yeah, yeah. let's talk about this another time. We got to get back to Facebook because I believe yep. we're over twenty minutes. We got to get oh, going. Oh damn! Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so Facebook. Uh, so Zuckerberg, um, as you may have heard, had a tirade like a Steve Ballmer just developers, 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 de- developers, develop. That's not what happened. hamburger. Exactly. We okay. want pork and ribs, and we're gonna have all the barbecue sauce you can eat. No, it's and weird dances. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, he Zuckerberg hosts town hall meetings at Facebook, and this one was leaked or intentionally recorded, and a lot of people were asking him questions, and so he had a lot of uh, responses to different to different types of things, like uh, like here's here's what. Uh, what the Zuck, thank God they retired that nickname, has to say about uh, protecting contract content moderators. Remember, one of them died at their desk also in Florida last year. So some of the they reports, I think, are a little overdramatic from digging into them and understanding um, what's going on. It's not that most people are, are just kind of looking at, at just terrible things all day long, but there are really bad things that people have to deal with. Um, and Oh, wow, it doesn't... It pauses. The, it and stops the sure audio. People get the right uh, counseling and, and space and, and ability to, to, to kind of to take breaks and, and get the mental health um, support that they need is a really important thing. It's a really important thing. That's something that Jeff Bezos would say. Well, also instituting that no bathroom while you're on the clock policy for his warehouse mm-hmm. workers. If uh, you're gonna have, if you're gonna retire the name Zuck, I propose that we go with Z Biggie. As the follow-on nickname or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah something like that. Here's, a, here's his note on Libra. The public things, I think, tend to be a little more dramatic, but a bigger part of it is private engagement. Just, you know, one thing I just have to mention, oh, I'll let him keep going. Regulators around the world, and those, I think, often are more substantive and, and, um, and, and less dramatic, and they're not being, those meetings aren't being played for the camera, but it's, it's, that's where a lot of the discussions get and details get, get hashed out on things. You know, he has a very, a very, is kind of, uh, he has a very polished demeanor, and yeah. he can't, he can't be on the spectrum like the rest of us, right? Or is he actually like a sociopath he, who knows how to, who, he knows how to tell people what they want to hear, and then is secretly <laughs> like, has a lab I, in his basement creating? I saw, I saw a meme that colored his skin like data from oh, Star Trek. Oh, he looked like data from Star Trek, yeah. <laughs> it was like, through your data, I learned more about what it means <laughs> to be human. This is not up to community standards. Uh, how about... <laughs> it was like, my how father about... says you're listening to every everything, and then it just says, he's not your father. <laughs> so another, like Zuck in a classroom talking to some kid. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's here's something. So remember, 20 years ago, the Clinton administration oh, those were the days um, was talking about breaking up Microsoft into different companies. Mm. And now mm-hmm. that it's the end of being the 90s again, it, they're doing the same thing, except with a different baby boomer that also does know the Clintons. Um, here, here's Zuck on the potential breakup of Facebook. And um, so I, I, there's an oblique reference to a Disney movie in here. I mean, I don't have to, you know, have a major lawsuit against our own government. I mean, that's not, like, the position that you want to be in when you're, you know, I mean, it's like we, we care about our country and, like, want to work with our government to do good things. And, um, 
But, but look, at the end of the day, if someone's going to try to threaten something that existential, you go to the map and you fight. Actually, I, don't, I, don't, I think it cut off the first half of that horn. Like Elizabeth Warren, who thinks that the right answer is to break up the companies, um, you know, I mean, if she gets elected president, then I would, I would bet that we will have a legal challenge, and I would bet that we will win the legal challenge. Yeah. So, and does that still I would, suck for us? I would us? also bet that. Well, guess what? Elizabeth Warren came back and said, uh, what would really suck is if we don't fix a corrupt, a corrupt system that lets giant companies like Facebook engage in illegal anti-competitive practices, stomp on consumer privacy rights, and repeatedly fumble their responsibility to protect our democracy. Oops. I'm sorry, I meant the... Uh... There we go. Yeah. Thank you, Pocahontas. I, I, she has a point. But yeah, and there was a there's a meta there's a meta Pocahontas that said the same speech except it basically <laughs> just was democratic <laughs> populism, populism, dem- liberal populism, and just that over and over again because that's what that's what she did. Just the label. Yes, and in a follow up tweet, Miss Warren ad- added that she would not be afraid to hold big tech companies like Facebook, Google, and Amazon accountable. Okay. She is literal. She is just the opposite of Donald Trump. She's just the same. But she's I, the I, same but she's, mechanism. She's the same mechanism as Trump, but just the liberal version of it. Ah, and that's why she's gangbusters. That's a good, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a that's liberal good. populism instead of a reactionary populism. Well, here's one other thing, by the way, that um, actually is there. Uh, yeah, it's all the transcript stuff. You see, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, it just, it's another it one really of these wasn't. sensationalized stories. But, um, one thing is that, so Zuckerberg has pissed off Congress, both houses of Congress. He's pissed off a presidential candidate. Uh, and now he has managed to piss off the attorney general who this week is, uh, William Barr. And he, uh, <laughs> this week has, the attorney general is William Barr. Nice. Right. Yes, up there with the prime minister of England. Um, he has renewed his encryption fight, which I really don't like. Uh, in fact, the, U- the U.S. and the U.K. governments have signed a first-ever deal to access data from tech companies like Facebook and Google, saying that, well, you have to keep consumer protections, but you also have to be able to decrypt their encrypted data. Those two are mutually exclusive in this century. I'm sorry. Yes. I, it, it bothers me. This is, what, this is the other side of what bothers me about these effing baby boomers who are still in politics, that... When I remember hearing, well, if, if, you tie, if you had a safe and you tied a ribbon around a safe and you had a warrant that said open the safe, I could open. That's not how this works. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you either. It's like I would like an equation that you can solve, but also one that can't be solved. By the smartest people in the world. Yeah. Who aren't here. I want, I want something that confounds. The smartest people in the world, but is sort of like walking through a picket fence gate for me. Yes, companies should not deliberately design their systems to preclude any form of access to content, even for, well, guess how paid video services work, pal, even for preventing or investigating the most serious crimes. Yeah, I'm sorry. The next time I have to fix a baby boomer's Macintosh to get their iCloud going again and they talk to me about this garbage, I'm just going to leave. Except, of course, if it's my aunt and uncle do in you, Baltimore. Do you do that a lot? In which case, I'll stay there. What? Have you done that before? Is that actually a thing that you've done? I do that all the time. Really? All the time. 
there's so many of my relatives, let alone friends or family friends. They don't ask how I am. Just, oh, yeah, you know, I got another problem with iCloud. It's not syncing up to my phone. Hey, you know, that thing, uh, that encryption thing's becoming a big deal again. If you don't have anything to hide, you have nothing to fear. Okay, you know what? Why don't you... I'm sorry that you have a lot of relatives that are analogs of Peter Griffin. Yeah, you know what really grinds my gears? I mean, they're from Long Island and not New England, but it's close. Um, After anyway. you fix it, they're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> they just had sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but Facebook, actually, they're rolling out more message encryption options. Now, will that, will that actually be really encrypted end-to-end like WhatsApp is? If you believe that WhatsApp is end-to-end, then yes. But I don't know. Because remember, the golden boy for a lot of people in Washington right now, Mr. Mueller, was found just casually using the bathroom a lot at Facebook's offices 10 years ago or in the mid-2000s. Just hanging mm. out while he was the director of the FBI, you know? Just there. Mm. Hey, Zuck, how's it going? Oh, you're just here for the coffee again? Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm sure that he's... Uh, I wouldn't believe any of that. One mm-hmm. thing that you can believe, though, because this is from the Associated Press, is that Facebook, while fighting the government and talking about uh, discrimination and biases and discrepancies and risks and mental health, they are Facebook is allegedly, or the AP say they are generating, they're automatically generating Facebook pages, like fan pages, for the Islamic State, Al-Qaeda, AQAP, all of these, like, terrorist organizations. Hmm. Automatically. Why? And when it wasn't brought up, it it wasn't brought up during their hearing in Washington. I have to think it's because of uh, controlled opposition, and it's almost like a honeypot. You know, if they can get someone, if they generate this stuff and it's in Arabic, and they get, the, they get someone real to click on it, then they're in the system. More you know what a, I mean? More of a fig pot, I guess, if it's a Middle Eastern thing. Yeah, that's funny. It's like I remember seeing in the, uh, the uh, National Crime Museum. No, the spy, it was, I know it was a spy museum uh, in, in D.C. They had a facial recognition kiosk, and, they were like, and, they, the, and it said, is your face in the system with a facial recognition camera? Well, guess what? Mm. It, it will be before. if it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a you bit of an even upsert. Bit of an upsert query going on there. Yeah, exactly. Um, Facebook has a number of functions that auto-generate pages posted by, from content posted by users. The updated complaint scrutinizes one function that is meant to, meant to help businesses networking. It scrapes employment information from users' pages to create pages for business. So people are obviously putting that they work at the Islamic State or Al-Qaeda on their Facebook profiles. It's the only thing that I can think of. Okay, so when other people go to make it their place of work or something, if it's the first time an organization has appeared, it's already kind of... Or I guess, you know what, if a lot of people are searching for it, and a lot of people are searching for Al-Qaeda, then they'll end up making a page. They just intend things into existence. This is actually, like, the power behind... You know what? This brings up another topic. We should do a a segment about graph databases, because this is one of the... This is one of those things where, of course, if you were structuring a system like that, you would would make a system that could sort of auto-generate these entities, and it just becomes the next edge node on your graph yeah and all of this is based on your social graph you're absolutely correct and Mm. here's a legitimate use for it so there's a lot of times where 
you know, you'll say um, Facebook will ask where your hometown is. And if you type in a city, it'll actually have a page for that city that it auto-generated. And it auto-generated ah. it because it scraped your profile or a lot of people were searching for it. And it'll have a tag that says this was auto-generated by Facebook. Like that's probably the same algorithm using very similar criteria that is accidentally yet on purpose generating these IS and AQAP pages. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, which is why... To go back to the, the White House, we can't have encryption. I don't know. This, this makes no, it makes no sense. This make, uh, makes no sense. Risks to public safety from Facebook's proposals are exacerbated in the context of people not knowing how to use technology or what encryption is for. Do some work. Stop relying on these databases to tell you who everybody is. Yeah. I don't believe in this going dark nonsense. I don't. I believe that... They need to step up law enforcement and do what Mueller did, get his fingers in all the pies of the companies while they're forming, and then you'll have a good you know, network of people, to network of friends to lean on when, in times like this. And also you get to taste a lot of pies, which is awesome. Yes. And with that, why don't we call it a day? That's, uh, so, that'll do. I think that'll do. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan... It's been fantastic. We need a good. We still haven't come up with a. This is a hot fix, is what it is. Maybe that's the hot maybe fix. Maybe we should call it hot fix. Huh? Maybe. Because we'll have to talk about request. that. Well, well, you know what? We'll have to talk about that on our next hot topic. But be sure to stay tuned for our next poll request coming up, hopefully soon after this. Have a good night. Later. This has been a Pneumonium production. The views and opinions expressed on public request do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries.